daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sand the Pit, the podcast that has been with a beautiful girl from time to time. I have a feeling that this is David Spade on life or in a magazine <laughs> with Vogue. It is. It's just his second quote on the IMDb. His second oh. quote. The first one's about Chris Farley's funeral, and the second one's just about him being with a beautiful girl from time to time. I think Famous we've spoken. We've spoken ad nauseum about his womanizing ways, haven't we? I think we have. Yeah, we've spoken about it quite a lot. Uh, so, welcome to the Sandler Pit. Uh, I'm Luke, and this is Luke, and this is the podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler TV show, film, and appearance. Or we did used to do that until we ran out of Adam Sandler films about ten episodes back. So now we're just going through all the things he's produced or been near. There's still uh, a big one to come, though. You've got to remember that. There's still a big one to come. There is. For all our listeners... who executive production on The Shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> For all our listeners who are just like, why are we stretching out? We just want to get to 100. So just bear yeah. with us. I'm That's so all sorry. it is. It will please our sad little minds to get to 100 episodes <laughs> of The Sound of the Pit. From uh, the guy what... who's been in, what, 44 films or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we really have stretched this out far more than any other Adam Sandler podcast before. What are we going to be talking about this week? In this, this episode, time? we're going to be talking about Father of the Year from 2018, which is a Happy Madison film, which means Adam Sandler's fingerprints are on it, if yeah. slightly faded. Yeah, so this came out a couple of years ago. Uh, it stars David Spade and Nat Faxon, who is a face I know. And he's also the Oscar-winning writer of the film The Descendants, which starred... What is that? Is it... Uh, George Clooney? George Clooney, yeah. And it's about his wife in a coma. Have you ever seen it? Right. No, I've not. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got Shaggy from Scooby-Doo in it. And, oh, I thought um... you were going to say the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> but he wrote that film with Jim Rash from Community. And nice. they also made The Way, Way Back, which... Is also a very good film. I remember watching that and not really thinking anything of it. What, the one about the little boy sat at the Steve, back of the car? Steve Carell? Yeah, and Steve Carell's his horrible dad, or his horrible yeah. stepdad or whatever. I remember seeing it. I think it was a film where I f- sort of fell asleep a little bit. Uh, my friend Daniel Alford, you know when COVID just started and no one knew what to do and everyone was playing quizzes and making bread? Yeah. Yeah, we, we started recommending a film to each other each week. Like we'd go like back and forth, and this was like his second pick. I've oh, never really? seen it before, and he was like, "Oh, it's one of the best films ever." It was one of his his favorites, and Sounds I was kind of like verbally. you. For him, he was like, "Oh, it's it's amazing," but I was like, "It's all right." I like Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I like Sam Rockwell too. He's in some quite good stuff though. Nat Faxon, Ready or Not, that was quite a good film. Yeah, in Euphoria. Yeah, he seems pretty good um he's a bit of a character actor that just pops up in stuff yeah wonder if this will be one of the good things that he does though i don't think it will be no, um me neither this has a zero percent rating uh and also that poster on what? oh on 
everything, I think. 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 32 meta score from okay. four critics. Four critics. That means one rated it 100, everyone else rated it zero. 150 from uh, Glenn Kenny from the New York Times gave it a, a solid 5 out of 10. Okay, that's not too bad. I could live with 5 out of 10. It's got 5.2 on IMDb, which isn't a great sign. I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I've got to say, this is one of the worst posters I've ever seen, but it's not bad until you look at it for a while. and you look at the a very two... bad poster, if it's the one I think it is. The one with the two kids behind them. Yeah. That's horrendous. Look at the way they've like cut the two boys out and stuck them behind the dads. Yeah, and Nat Faxon's son's face is making me upset. Yeah, he's kind of Something got one eyebrow up. He's give he's giving a bit of an Adam uh, Adam Devine look about him. Adam Devine it? by way of Will Poulter. Yes, yeah. yes, I know what you mean. David's um, hair is quite bad. Kind of looks like he could be like a stunt double for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Did he sing with the Foo Fighters in Dickie Roberts? <laughs> no, it was Aerosmith. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh my god! It feels like only the other day we watched uh, Dickie Roberts, and we're back doing another David Spade led film. He's the one we've got the most left over of. Yeah, no spoilers. We also have another big one left of his to cover. Mm. Uh, so we just thought we'd get this one out of the way. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. The The concept of it did kind of sound a little bit funny in the synopsis where it says two buddies drunken debates about whose dad would win in a fight is taken seriously by one of their fathers. <laughs> it's just about someone's dad fighting someone. I like that idea a lot. Like I like the idea of, of two dads having a fight. Yeah, that's pretty. We good always say about it. it'd be fun if our dads had a fight, don't we? I would love that. Has your dad ever met my dad at the graduation? No, I think so. I don't think he has. If our dads met, I just know it would be such a like anticlimax. It would because you're right. Yeah, yeah my dad's quite sh- shy and awkward, and then your dad's quite shy and awkward. So yeah, yeah. it'd be yeah, it'd be awful. I think terrible. They wouldn't uh, fight, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have a big scrap like they do in this film. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Um, every time we do one of these uh, David Spade films, we have a thing called The Spade List. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of like a Sandler scale, but all the Adam Sandler names are replaced with David Spade. That means it includes things like Spade Sings. Everyone loves Spade. I mean, what else could happen in this film? Probably like Hit in Face. Hit and face, probably. There's going to be a romantic subplot with a love interest who he has nothing in common with, and it, mm-hmm. it's going to be horrendous. Um, there's lots of things like that, and we'll collate a list of nine each and we'll use it as a little bingo sheet. And when we come back to review the film, we'll see who got a line quickest. Yeah, how do you think we're going to be doing in the list? This oh, it's going to be tropey, this one, isn't it? Is it though? Because I feel like some of these newer ones are so boring they don't even bother putting that kind of stuff in they're boring but there's like a paint by numbers kind of thing where like they do always get the um the sony logo is going to be in there or like Mm. product placement or some fast food like there's just things you just have to expect at this point cameos there'll probably be one or two not many david spade has less cameos than adam sanders ones but yeah we know what we're getting with these don't we we do and this is going to be a pretty quick episode i think i have nothing else to say about it up top nope let's go and watch it so come back in a minute grab your beer bottle grab your grab your son if you have one or grab your dad yeah. if you're a younger listener i guess uh because your dad's gonna have a fight 
if that's the plot of this film, which I don't think it is. <laughs> and David Spade's probably going to say something sarcastic. Yeah, we're going to have some sarcastic stuff. Uh, and we're going to go watch Far of the Year. See you soon. See you soon. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. <gasps> oh my God! And we are back from watching the film Father of the Year. Ten days ago for me, ten minutes for Luke Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, please, 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 can you tell me what is this film? This is a Netflix film, uh, and it's about a young guy who's about to... He's just left university, uh, and he's about to move to New York to start a job at a tech company or something like that. And he's quite clever or something, maybe. And he is going there with his mate, who looks exactly like Sean Astin. Uh, and he's going for no reason. He's just going with his mate, whatever. On the way there, they decide to stop off at home. And then you meet their fathers. So Sean Astin's dad is Nat Foxen, who's playing a scientist. The other boy, his dad is David Spade, playing a Joda-esque Hmm. But also a little bit like a doing a bit of an Adam Sandler voice, loser guy, but everyone loves him and, and he's fine, but he's also like horrible and an alcoholic. And then they have a debate over whose dad had win in a fight, and then that basically becomes the, the kind of main thrust of this this plot. Uh Luke, what did you think of Father of the Year? Um, not very much, to be honest. I'm struggling to kind of remember anything about it. <laughs> because I watched it a while ago, but also just because it is a bit of a forgettable film, I think. I think my kind of reaction as soon as it finished, I was like, right, well, that was a thing that happened. It's kind of maybe one of the most low stakes films that we've ever watched in this. I'm not saying that it should be, you know, like a high stakes action thriller or something, but like it feels more on a par with like Grandma's Boy, that sort of vibe, like it's more... I want to say it's more of a hangout film, but it's not really because things are happening, but they just don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. David Spade was very annoying in this and he's just being the character from That's My Boy, but not even as good as <laughs> Donnie Berger or whatever he was called. <laughs> <laughs> and Nat Faxon has a, a face that I'm never going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the kids were all quite annoying and stuff as well. Yeah. Do you know, the one thing I'll say is like, I don't even know if it's a positive or if it's just like something that I found kind of interesting was that David Spade, even though he is top build, he's not really the lead. I would say more about the kids and I kind of liked that, but I feel like they should have cast more memorable or funnier, more fun kids to hang out with. Because like, there's just like these four nondescript white guys that are like the lead kids. And um, when Jared Sandler's the funniest member of the group, it might be a bit of a problem. <laughs> what, what did you think of this one? Oh, this was absolute fucking horse shit. This was hmm. so bad. I kind of it's interesting coming to this off the back of Tommy Boy, which was had a few things going on. It had a strong comedy lead. It had good writing, good jokes, um, a good thrust to the story. There was like anecdotal like episodic stuff but it was it was all like reliant on a good gag it was shot like a film and it had a good soundtrack this film looks like 
shit. It doesn't look like anything. It, it looks like worse than the cheapest advert. It's so cheap and ugly looking. Mm-hmm. It has nothing good going for it in writing, acting, in any element. Uh, the story is boring and it has a good idea at its heart. I like the idea of two dads having a scrap, but it's just so boring and it has no payoff. And uh, the acting is rubbish. The, and yeah, the two leads are crap. And um, they, they're not good at all. What did you say his name is? Nat Faxon. Faxon, Faxon. yeah. You're right. He is, he's got a face I don't know. And I can't, I'll never remember him. David Spade is rubbish. Um, and yeah, this is one of the worst ones for me. <laughs> I think... This is one of the only ones where I've been like, what at the end? Like, <laughs> why did I, what, the, what was the point of all that? Yeah. And I was like, I watched it with my housemate. He was a bit more forgiving and defensive of it. He was like, it wasn't that bad. But nah, I, I did not enjoy this at all. I feel like I'm on the same side as your housemate where I was just a bit like, okay. Don't you find it a bit insulting that this was made though? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know because it was probably so just crap. so cheap. It was probably just so easy for him to just knock it out and whatever and fill a couple of an hour and a half of content space. But yeah, like film should be better than this. I would rather take a massive swing and a miss like Coneheads over something this boring. Like it's just boring. Mm. It's it feels like a million films I've already seen just crammed together. And just the way it looks visually is just so off-putting. I think this might be the ugliest film we've ever watched. Really? What For about me? Like Zookeeper when it was fucked? Nah, Zookeeper, that was because like of... Black. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was Amazon Prime. That was just... All the shadows were like purple for some reason. Yeah, that, was, that was because of the way they, they displayed it or whatever. I would I rather like... that, though. I'd... This doesn't look any different to how I, I don't think it stood out as being particularly anything worse than like the week of all the Netflix yeah. sort of ones where everything is just so standard. And I think maybe I, this is what I'd call my breaking point. And I know it's the same as the other ones, but I think it was because it was the same as all the other ones we've seen. And it just mm-hmm. looks it looks so rubbish. And I, I'm not as technical minded around like uh, cinematography as you are. But why does it look so know. bad? compared to the ones that were made in the 90s that looked like an actual film. Well, I think things being shot on digital just makes people a little bit, I don't know, a bit lazier, maybe. Because you look at the people that still use film. If you're using film, then you want to use it sparingly because it's expensive. Whereas on digital, you know, you can just keep kind of going. It came out today, I think, that about Oppenheimer being like, the print of it on IMAX is like six miles long or something stupid like that. I don't know if that's... (laughs) <laughs> exactly what it was but it was something bizarre like that and if you're spending that kind of money you're going to consider what you're doing whereas if you're just making a film just for it to be uploaded to the internet are you going to yeah. care as much maybe not and I, I get it but also you look at like home team that came out and and we didn't massively enjoy it but at least it had something like they they still did something with the sets with the mm. like the the costume and like we'll never forget that wig Till the yeah. day we die. <laughs> but then this i can't think of any particular notable yeah. set or scenery and which is a big shame because the whole point of the story is that you sh- we should be enchanted by this hometown mm. um which which i felt nothing about and also i 
That leads me on to my biggest Oh, is that the point of this film? The biggest issue with my film is the message behind it, which is don't leave your hometown, don't follow your dreams, just stay where you grew up and be appreciative of it. Is that the message? I don't think I got that. My message was, why is that nerd kid drinking a kid's piss? (laughs) (laughs) That's my last note. Weird. (laughs) I don't remember that bit. (laughs) I think... So the main group of boys, there's the Sean Astin one you said about, the lead nerd who was yeah. a bit... I don't know, there's something about him that was like hard to look at. Um, <laughs> then there was Jared Sandler biker gang, probably the only thing close to like a, that was a pretty... almost quite fun running gag. And then there was the fourth guy who's just got glasses and says bad things. Was going for like a John Heder in Benchwarmers kind of vibe, but missing it. Yeah, yeah and then... Nat Faxon had another son who was like a little shit, but they all loved him for some reason. And he kept putting his piss in things like a dehumidifier and then inside like a water pistol. And he was just firing it into the nerd kid's mouth. And the nerd kid liked it. That was the how it ended at a party. Uh, That's my takeaway of this film. Maybe, maybe I'm being too harsh then because I don't even I I don't think I was looking at the screen when that happened. So the visuals were offending you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't look. The main nerd guy, the story of like I briefly went about was that his dad tries to fight Sean Astin's dad's character, and then that causes damage to a pool, a greenhouse, and then a greenhouse. So. Criminal charges pressed against him. He loses his job in New York. So to get the dro- charges dropped, he builds a pool for the uh, for his neighbour or something. Yeah. Which is fine. Were no, you but... getting Encino Man flashbacks, though? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, who just builds a pool? That he must be an American pool. thing. It's not It's not happening over here. Pond, we maybe. Criticized, we criticised that in Encino Man, but maybe this is just what people do in America. Yeah, maybe it's a thing in, like... I don't know, warm places, <laughs> not like Britain. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not building one of them in Sheffield. Yeah. There was just so much of him just digging that hole, though. There was like mm. scenes and scenes of him digging and struggling to dig, but like there wasn't really jokes in the dig struggle. Yeah, it was buying time, so this would be feature length. Yeah. That's a bit of a problem with these Netflix ones, though, isn't it? Sometimes they're overstuffed. Sometimes they're like barely scraping an hour and a half. Yeah, there's just not enough material or jokes. Like, it ran out quite quick. Yeah. Um, well, I found myself, if I remember properly, I think in, like, the first few minutes, I actually laughed a couple of times. And I was a bit I like, oh, that, maybe yeah. this might be quite fun. Because, like, <laughs> David Spade was, like, I mean, he was he was being rubbish in it. But, like, <laughs> he was in the back of, like, a pickup truck using it as a jacuzzi. He was naked. He tried to give a little... He tried to give the boy his swimming trunks. And then the car starts yeah. driving with him in it. I was like, this is, this is starting. I mean, it's stupid, but like for it to start with like, that's probably the biggest like set piece, comedy set piece in the film. <laughs> in the first yeah. three minutes. And then after that, it's just like, oh, he's got boobs now. Oh, the kid's fallen off of a shelf in B&Q. Like just rubbish stuff like that. It was so directionless. It was, it was a bit like, um, it felt a bit art house almost. Like, <laughs> no, it didn't. Like, yeah, I'm maybe gonna... the bland for cinematography was actually a choice to make yeah, us reflect we... on ourselves. <laughs> so the main plot, though, basically, is that we we should be appreciative of our upbringing and we shouldn't leave home. But his upbringing it's... must have been terrible. 
his upbringing must have been bordering on abuse. abuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, has, his mattress was al- under the caravan. Yeah, so they start the film, and the dad is immediately met with derision because he's obviously a very like awful man. Like he's mm. an alcoholic loser who doesn't work, and yeah, he's got his mattress like covered in dirt. Yeah, and he lives in like a shithole, and he, he's like a, a terrible alcoholic. But then the the film is like he doesn't change at all, but you're expected to kind of relate to him or think, oh no, he's all right, really. Hmm. Which culminates in him abandoning his dream job because they made a dickhead of his dad. But it wasn't them making a dickhead of his dad; it was his dad making Just a dickhead dad. himself. Yeah, and then he goes, "No, I'm job interview. We need to break this down into parts." I think because it is infuriating the way they try and get you on side with this guy, but they never. Tr- try and redeem him he's always awful yeah um, i think that the only journey with him is that he's supposed to kind of show that he cares for his son at the end whereas before he was just for himself but like i feel like it's a little bit too little too late yeah not care for already, when he was a child i don't think the guy's already in his like mid-20s he yeah. looks older as well they all yeah. do <laughs> yeah all they the all kids do. they all look about 50 um, one of my problems with it is the way that that best friend character is portrayed why is he like a sex symbol in this place, but he looks like Adam Devine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a soft-bodied, Sean Astin-looking guy. Like, at one point, he's, he's got nice. his top off. Seems yeah, he nice seems enough. Nice boy. He has his top off. It's very unremarkable. It's just a torso. Just normal, I'd say. Yeah, he's not a normal like man. whatever normal is. He's a yeah. normal bloke. But they've covered him in baby oil. <laughs> yeah. And everyone wants a little piece of this guy. <laughs> Everyone wants a bit of this dude, so he's like a sex symbol in town. Uh, but his his aim is that he wants to sleep with uh, mature ladies, <laughs> <laughs> like the old lady that the pool's getting billed for. That's like the big redemption of this is like some transactional sex, Stop some transactional sex. But also, the whole film is about how this guy is very directionless and doesn't have anything uh, going on. So, first of all, he's he not directionless. Film. Because he's trying... Yeah, he's like the film. <laughs> First of all, he's not directionless, though, because the start of the film is him leaving to go to New York and he'll work out what to do there. But his family go, no, you're a loser. You need to do something else. He then becomes a scientist for a minute and then he realises mm. that he doesn't want to become a loser like his dad. So he joins the Marines. And that's the film. But he was already doing something with his life, but then they told him he wasn't, even though he was he was fine. Yeah. He was never that bad a kid. Like he was no, just he like wasn't. A, he was just like a dude, and it was he, it was annoying me. I was like, why do they hate this boy? <laughs> I'd be gutted if my kid was directionless like that. Whereas that is kind of what you're like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I could relate to him and his directionless <laughs> attitude. The only difference is everyone wants to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. Yeah, he's he's not exactly like a rebel kid going around and like. Wow setting fires to things and so he's not david spade's son in grown-ups too is he exactly did you find as well there was a bit i think there was a bit of a disconnect for me whilst watching because the kids are kind of nice to their dads Mm. in a way that i don't think the dads deserved or was realistic like yeah especially the david spade one though they gave him a lot of time of day even (laughs) i would be long gone away from that guy yeah, so he takes his son to like a wife carrying competition and he's lying saying that his wife died that morning or whatever. Oh, yeah. And also, that's a real thing. I don't think it was. 
I had to Google it. It's real. America's mental, mate. Like, what the fuck? God. And the kid, like, you'd think, because he's quite shy and awkward and the opposite of his dad, that he would find that whole interaction quite demeaning or Mm. or stressful or embarrassing or or anything because he's very self-conscious. That's the point of his character. But no, he's fine. He loves his dad. Like, oh, yeah, that's great. We did this. I don't know. They buy it. You know how, like, you say that that's part of his character. Like, they they kind of tell you that, but none of the kids really have characters, do they? No. They have like maybe one quirk or something. But it's like the only character they've made is they've stolen Donnie Burger, and then they've made like a a boring, bland dad for Nat Faxon to play. That character should have been Will Fort, Will Forte, I reckon, yeah. playing that straight laced dad who's also can be a bit unhinged. That would have yeah. probably been better. That would have been good. And then David Spade's character just should have been anyone else. Anyone. So Any not, as, not as bad. Someone that could add a little bit of sympathy to, to the way he's acting. Who'd be a good pick for that? Buscemi. <laughs> Who? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> 60-year-old dad of teenager. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even think of it. But you're right, it could be literally any comedy actor. I feel like you'd need to change the cast quite a lot, though. Like, even the kids, getting the Stranger Things kids, had a bit of diversity as well. (laughs) It's a very white film. (laughs) It is, yeah. Yeah, I think just this this whole film, if you wanted to make it good, because focus on the dad fight as the Mm. key thing. Get two comedy actors with really good chemistry with each other who are both, like, 50 or something. Hmm. Um, have them as I don't want to say that. like fist fight it's just fist fight that's what I was just thinking it's Which fist fight it's like get good. hard all of those sort of things like they're all not very good yeah you're right I like the core idea of two dads having a fight that's yeah it's pretty funny it is but... funny I think that the kids need to be younger yeah 18. you know like um good boys do you ever watch good boys Ooh. the one with the kid from the room yeah okay quite funny. Yeah. all three of those kids were quite funny but I kind of like the idea of some like young people after university, they're finished, they don't know what they're doing and they've come home. That's a pretty good setting, good idea. It's just they do it so shit. No, I think it's funnier if it was young kids and then like All right, fine. They'd, young fallen kids. Out. they'd fallen out because they start saying that da- one of their dads is weak or something. And Okay, yeah. Maybe then... even if the dads were both a bit straight-laced, but they just wanted to impress their their kids. Yeah, yeah. Like they're good. both just a little bit stupid, like stepbrothers kind of style. They're not like as far gone as this guy who's like, I don't but even maybe know what still, he's doing. But maybe still have the class element, say one who's like a buttoned up, like white collar, wears a suit. Yeah. Not but a you scientist. Have, you can have that without acting like poor people have to be stupid. <laughs> yeah, not without having a poor person having to live in a trailer. He has to be an idiot. Yeah. You have to have a jacuzzi in the back of a pickup. <laughs> you, can, you can't just be down on your luck. You have to be a you fucking know, mug. You know what would make sense? And I hate to say this, but it's kind of like the Homer and uh, Ned Flanders dynamic. You need that. Yeah. You need two characters who are kind of opposed but they've their kids are also opposed and then they're brought into a situation they become in over their heads. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's probably a Simpsons episode as well. Yeah, probably. God, it'd probably be so much better than this. It would be Even way it like better. Season 38. Season twi- <laughs> probably still be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but good Lord, get it right in the heart of it. Season 9 or season 8 or something. 
that would have been a classic. Mm. But yeah, this is horrendous. Um, yeah. There's a love interest story in this, uh, which I'd say dominates the film. It's there quite a lot. I never felt for one minute like those two actors even liked talking to each other. No. And there was that weird bit where he leaves his phone with her and then he chases after the car to get the phone back. But in that time, she's managed to film it. Mm. Film it also the wrong way. She was filming it vertically and then they get it this horizontal <laughs> video. It feels like the chase was about two seconds, but two the video seconds, she films yeah. is about a minute. Yeah. Oh, how would you go into right? Okay, right. Okay, let's let's get up my phone, get up the camera, get recording, and know to say something that snarky. You just break the car. Mm. It's yeah. so shit. It is rubbish. They do this whole storyline where she works for Postmates, which I think is like Uber Eats, Deliveroo, that type thing. Mm. And it is very, very egregious product placement. It is. They're just constantly. There's like a whole skit in this that's like a five minute long sketch of just that logo coming up constantly with cars arriving with it ugh it's just weak <laughs> yeah if they got all that Postmates money why couldn't they have afforded just a slightly better like camera or something <laughs> some different lenses <laughs> I, I to be honest I didn't quite notice too much of the egregious product placement but again I was quite adverse to even looking at the screen most of the time it was just that whole storyline though every time they had to mention oh yeah she's from Postmates because he wanted to like meet her again so he was like ordering like a stapler on Uber Eats like that kind of thing Yeah, and it but it went on and on like one guy turned up and like punched him a girl turned up and tried to like shag his friend it just kept happening it was like five different people turned up in my note I've written did somebody say just eat I'd rather it have been just eat. At least that could have meant like Snoop Dogg might have made a little appearance or something. <laughs> it's just eat a finger overseas as well. Yeah, but have you never heard of this? It's it's got different names. Yeah, I've seen In Australia. It's... it's menu log, and there's the yeah. advert. It's like, did somebody, somebody say, say menu, menu log? log. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> um, I've put that most of the music in this sounds like it's royalty free, other than that one song that sounds like Mr. Postman. Do you know the one I mean? Which reminds me of Please Mr. Postman. I feel yeah, like it might the, be something. The infinitely it. better The Carpenters, who was a feature in the last episode. <laughs> reminds Ugh. me of a much better film much that we just stuff. watched. It's just so, like, there's loads going on in this, but it's so boring. Like, I'm, most of my notes are just like, I'm really bored. And like, yeah. oh, he, he's gone to the lab to get some money. Um, oh, wait, the lab is owned by the dad. Oh, we're putting cream on people's nipples. And then he grows breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all just half-baked ideas, isn't it? Half-baked stuff to just cram and make this a somehow feature-length film. Probably all um, like little leftover things from other Happy Madison films. Like, I bet that boob thing was from the duo, but they just didn't have time to do it. So like, we'll chuck it in five of <laughs> a year instead. Yeah, that's. I agree. It's it's shy. It could be in anything. It doesn't need to be in this. When that Faxon sees David Spade in that science bit after they've had their first sort of like weird little fight, he says he's bigger than I remember. And then it just cuts to David Spade being like <laughs> four foot ten. See, that's a good idea. I like. I kind of like the fact that he's terrified of this tiny little man. But he's bigger than I remember, though. But we can <laughs> see quite clearly he's not big. <laughs> What did you think of David Spade's nipples? So much. <laughs> I didn't think anything of his nipples. What do you mean his nipples? 
They the were bit very, when he has very, boobs. Yeah, they were, no, the bit before when he was at his top off, he had very, 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 very small nipples. Yeah, but that's in proportion. He's a small guy. <laughs> He's not gonna have <laughs> fucking massive nipples, is he? Burgers. <laughs> I don't know. I was just kind of fascinated. It looked like he was in a freezing room, <laughs> or he'd iced them just before, but they were tiny. Really, what was... like dots? They were like little tiny dots. Barely their dots. <laughs> I can't believe you weren't checking out his bod. <laughs> this is what we do. We're always talking about. This is what you bodies. do, mate. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> this is the second body I'm not I've a spade nipple enthusiast like you. Soft body for the first guy, now little nipples for this guy. <laughs> I love the idea of you having a hard body and massive nipples. <laughs> we'll get into that in real football. <laughs> He's been doing nipple workouts. Yeah, all of my notes, like, I don't really know what anything um, sort of is. It did the f- a thing I hate in these films where they give someone a drug and then they act like, like, it doesn't act like someone on drugs and stuff. No. So they take MDMA and they're suddenly acting like they're tripping grabbing Alan Covert's like wife's head and like mm. kissing her and smelling her hair or whatever. And they're just acting so weird. And I don't, I don't know. It's just so rubbish. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of past that, like that sort of, sort of thing now, aren't we? But yeah. um, that bit was the Alan Covert cameo, which nice to see him. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I've not um, missed him. I kind of, I did kind of laugh when he was like, can you put your beard on my back? I'm itchy. That's one quote that I've written down. I think when he got high, he started. He was obsessing over his beard, which mm. fine. But it was like just being crazy for the sake of being crazy, wasn't it? It wasn't like funny, silly. Yeah, it's really. It was just it was just zany stuff, and again deviating from any extra story. And I mean, I sound like a rump, and I sound like someone who doesn't like. I like episodic stuff in. In comedy films, and well, like we, we were just t- talking... we liked Tommy Boy last time, so yeah, Tommy Boy had loads of gags, and we were just talking before we started about Big Lebowski, and Big Lebowski doesn't have any story; it's just kind of like stuff going on, mm. and then it ends. But it's just just interesting how this can do it so badly, and just uh, oh, just so dull and boring, mm. and it culminates basically in a really naff like final payoff because the charges get dropped because. Sean Astin shags an old lady. Stop dragging Sean into this. It's not Sean. <laughs> uh, sorry, his name's Matt Sheev Shively, and he he was twenty eight when they filmed this. <laughs> he's, he's our, our age. age. <laughs> yeah, he's he's older than us now, but yeah, at the time that was our wow. age. That could have been our soft bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah, and so they have this like VR thing. Oh. He goes for his job interview, and it's a gripe for me. I think I've mentioned it before when like. They yeah, show these video game that. worlds. Oh, and they just look like no video game that's ever existed. Like that looked worse than when we were kids and we would go on to like Club Penguin or there was yeah. one Second Life. There was that IMVU, I think it was called. And they were just like really crap, just chat rooms. And this was like what a guy was like a bear and a penguin or something. And so he was a polar bear and then. And then the sun turned into a monkey, and then David Spade turned into a kangaroo. But mm. a polar bear's approaching on four legs. We never really see the guy, do we? So it's Kevin the Nealon guy... as well. That was Kevin Nealon. Was he walking on all four? Like, how come he walked on all fours? But then, like, there was no. I don't know. It just it was it was it was shit. It didn't yeah. look like anything VR ever. 
and basically the the gag is that David Spade doesn't understand VR, so he's like running to walls and kind of going crazy. And the the kid goes like, "Oh, I'm sorry about my dad," and he's like, "No, to have a dad that crazy, um, and then turn out like this, like yeah, you can be on our research team." Mm. And then he pushes David Spade down as flight of stairs. <laughs> And then, and then the son goes. Well, he turns into an alien and pushes this kangaroo down the stairs. And then the monkey son goes, "How dare you do that to my dad?" And then the guys then turn into an alien, and he pulls out a sword and kills kills Kevin Nealon. Does he kill Kevin Nealon in real life? Like, yeah, I do think that's how VR works. Yeah, <laughs> like what did he hear? Film's him logic. VR is just like a really great piece of technology, according to this. Yeah, it's it's, fantastic. Who made this? Fucking Mark. Whatever his name is, the Facebook guy. Zuckerberg. This is this is the Zuck. future. This is big Zuck's meta. fantasy. <laughs> it's the first ever job interview I've seen in a film that's in the metaverse. But no, like I, I might be wrong here because I did watch this like two weeks ago or whatever. Mm. But I feel like they show the VR, but they don't really show what David Spade would be seeing. They only showed the two of these characters stood next to each other in this really shit looking world. And he's they, fully they immersed like... in it. And I know he's an idiot, but like, have you ever done VR? Um, yeah, I had to go at like, I think Iron Man or something ages ago. Um, right. Yeah, it It's never good. that immersive, I don't think. Right. I've been to like no, the I ones, think. I had a PlayStation one and I, I didn't use it very much. I didn't really like it. It made me feel a bit sick <laughs> quite a lot. But like, there's things in it. That it's, it's quite a limited thing. You don't really, you know, when you play a game and you walk around and stuff, you don't really do that in VR. You have to like look at a spot, then press a button, and then your character will like hop yeah. to that. It's that sort of thing. And um, in this, it just kind of made it look like everything that he did moving around would affect this character. And I don't yeah. have time for that sort of inaccuracy. I uh, know, me neither. I was just like, fuck this bullshit. He's like kicking then... his leg, but he doesn't have a sensor on his leg to move his leg yeah that's not how it fucking works it's just a head thing you're making it's us all idiots by telling us lies and the worst thing is if i brought my fucking idiot dad and he's like a fucking idiot like like this guy like yeah. a, a real my dad's piece walking to walls on halo kind of idiot and even yeah he like, do this. like if i had like a massive alcoholic stupid dad who's fucked up my life and is just if. a piece of shit oh <laughs> Leave my dad alone, you motherfucker. <laughs> Your dad's better than I, all of us. I, <laughs> he's he rocks. Better than you. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so oh. if I had this whole sis- system, and then he's acting like this in front of my employer, and I've just mm-hmm. been offered a really good job, and then the employer says, oh, don't worry about him, it's okay. Like, this guy's crazy. And then he teases him, and my dad accidentally injures himself, but it is his fault. I wouldn't go, fuck you. I'm turning down the job because I love my dad. Hmm. What kind of bullshit is that? Like, <laughs> fuck this guy. I don't think fuck anyone in America the would do that. They'd they'd sue the company and probably make a lot of money. That's what Americans do. Yeah, I'd sue this this company. No, I wouldn't. I'd just be like, my dad's a fucking idiot. Fuck off, dad. I'm taking the job. Hmm. But the that would go would against the message it. of the film. This is what goes against the message of the film of being appreciative of your childhood abuse and stay in your hometown forever. And and go out with some loser in your hometown forever because you're a loser. Yeah, so what's this guy's life going backwards, isn't it? A bit bleak. Like, what's this guy's life going to be like in ten years? Like, oh, he's never left his hometown. He turned down all these amazing job opportunities for his fucking stupid dad and uh, a woman who keeps saying his cock is tiny in front of all his mates and his dad. 
Like, fuck off. Like, fuck this film. It's stupid. Yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? And plus, if she works for Uber, why was she working in B&Q? They probably didn't explain that. <laughs> I think he, her dad owned B&Q. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Big shot. <laughs> <laughs> so they could live off the big the B&Q money forever. Whatever. Yeah. And they all live in these stupid, massive, massive houses because they're all Americans. They live in mm. silly little towns. And they go skinny dipping down the river. Fuck off. I hate America, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad with this town, all these characters. I was just getting wound up. I was like, I don't like it. Mm. I don't like the message. The message is so r- weird and backwards. I don't like it. Yeah. If you're going to go with that message, you have to do a bit more to show us why this place is special. Yeah. You like, oh, to. it has it has a pond. Fucking so does Central Park in New York, boy. Get yourself yeah. to the city. But no, your only ways out are stay in your hometown forever doing fuck all because you've met one girl who's also boring or B, join the Marines. (laughs) Join them and go overseas and kill some people because your life's pointless. Big old gun. Yeah, because this film come out 2018. Oh, mate, he's settled for that life. And then two years later, the pandemic's going to hit and he's in fucking lockdown with his dad in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if if they were going to do the whole thing of like you need to love your hometown, they needed to show us some more of it. Like even fucking, I mean, this is a far far reach, but even grown ups make you love that town <laughs> more. Than... Say that it does though, not That's... much, but like I'd rather actually no, I wouldn't want to be in either of them. But like at least they show people enjoying the town, whereas in this, it's just bad things happening. Yeah, and at least in that film, it's a person who's like in their mid forties who has moved they're away, coming and back, been successful, and then the now they're appreciated. This is a young guy who's never left. He's about to get this massive, great opportunity, and and gives it up for his loser dad. Mm. Like, fuck off! Don't don't promote that as your like thing. Like, oh, learn from your elders or appreciate what you have. No, fuck this guy. He's an abusive arsehole. He should have died at the end of this film. He should have jumped out the window at the end, cracked his <laughs> neck and died. The VR says game over and then the film finishes. Yeah, he should have died. Stupid I feel like movie. they needed to show the two boys away from the town as well. Yeah. Like, we should have seen them on their gap year or whatever it was that they did. They should have shown him in New York, dissatisfied and unhappy, and then and then gone right. Actually, I I kind of want to go home. And that's not a bad message. Like you look at like Monsters University or whatever. Like it's saying like, oh, you can do it, but if you don't like it, you can you can pack it in. It's fine. But even this like is saying the... don't go for your dreams. <laughs> yeah, even like if he came home to do like a summer job. Or something like that, and then decided yeah. to stay home or something. Like, oh, like, I yeah. love this. Yeah. yeah, I love this town. But then, like, you think about all these guys who started Happy Madison. You think of Adam Sandler, David Spade, uh, any of those guys. What did they do? They all left their shitty hometowns and went to New York to do comedy. Like, yeah, isn't that Adam Sandler off? from like upstate New York, though? <laughs> oh, okay. My apologies. I was thinking more because we just watched that documentary about Chris Farley, and then. How he he left his hometown to go and and go into like a really good comedy career or whatever, and that's how all these guys made their start was by daring to like move away and and mm. challenging themselves or whatever. 
And then this film, the message is, don't do that and appreciate your parents who are better than you. And they're so cool that you, all your stupid weirdo friends will want to hang out with them all the time. If I knew anyone with a dad like this, I would not be hanging out with him in a pub. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. <laughs> he's such a prick. Yeah, oh, he's God. fucking shit, isn't he? So how'd you do on your Sander scale? <laughs> right, yeah, let's just get into it. On my Sander scale, I kind of got a line. But it's a bit of a reach. So I've got racism. You get that immediately because he says that he's colorblind. So he keeps making racist jokes to people of uh, different mm. races. And that's a, a running joke through the film. He doesn't understand uh, like people have facial differences and. Yeah, he's got like. Differences and <laughs> like it's not just yeah, the he... color of your skin. Yeah, exactly. It's so stupid. A logo on screen for Postmates and other stuff. And then my line finished. I didn't put a time, though. Uh, and I also put a question mark because I don't think it counts. I got maniac villain. I don't think this guy was a maniac villain, though. So I'd, I don't even want to say this is a line because they didn't put enough effort in it for me. Who was the but, villain? What, David Spade? Oh, I guess he could be counted as a villain because he's so dog awful. Or Kevin Nealon as the polar bear executive oh, who no, likes to push not down him. the stairs. It's David he's not Spade. a maniac. But the no, the villain I thought was the guy at the uh the the wife carrying race who was that guy from um Remote Control. Brooklyn. <laughs> no, it wasn't the guy from Remote Control. Who was Yeah, you're right. It's the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, is he the Hawk? The, 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 the Vulture or something. Vulture. Yeah. yeah, so he's in this, but I can't think of a single line he said. So you know ignore me. I didn't get a line. No. I refused to say because that's Maybe David Spade was the villain, though. No, to call someone a maniac villain, that's a badge of honour that I refuse to give this film because they're the best parts of all these. So how yeah, dare I? they are usually good, yeah. And Spade is portrayed as a hero. <laughs> Even though, whatever. I didn't get a line, uh, but the only other thing I got, and again, a question mark, because you wrote down on the list because uh, you sent it to me before I watched it, and you wrote as one of them, Rob Schneider gets injured. <laughs> <laughs> now he's not in this film <laughs> if you meant David Spade gets injured he gets injured immediately by falling no, out of I meant Rob Schneider gets injured Rob Schneider <laughs> didn't get that I thought <laughs> you might have added cameos like I don't know someone falling out of a dump truck <laughs> I wish you never know I didn't get hit in nuts I don't think even in in any of the fights I don't think he hit they got hit in the nuts. Mm. If I'd watched this like two days ago, maybe I would have known, but I can't remember hitting yeah. the nuts. I um, wiped it. Oh, actually, I also got spade screams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been loud. I didn't get Coca-Cola, I don't think. Uh, I didn't get man in dress, uh, and I didn't get a tonal shift. The tone was always grey and boring. <laughs> Muddy tone. <laughs> Muddy, boring tone. No one was suddenly <laughs> saying, you've been a bad father. There was no low point. The film was just yeah, there a was constant some really, was there? middle line of absolute, the most boring thing I've ever seen. Hmm. Uh, anyway, that was my shit. What about you? Well, thank you. I got a line in 11 minutes. I got Jackie Sandler. She's playing a mum. I've <laughs> <as> a <note. laughs> Uh, urine, the the pee in the humidifier. Yeah. That's probably the same scene. And then shouting spade was when he was flying out of the back of a truck that drove off with him bathing in he the back of it. He shouted something. So you probably got the first like ten minutes. Yeah, eleven minutes. Yeah. Also ticked violent kids. These kids are obsessed with their dad's fighting. 
tragic backstory, the Flasher flashback. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that was. I don't know what probably, that was. That could have been one of the better parts of the film, you know. And it, it was just such a forgettable joke. Yeah, it was rubbish. They kind um, of aid, the whole point was that he aided a a flasher. Yeah, he was because, like driving him around town and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, and that he filled up his car and could have driven off. That's an or idea. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't very just funny. Done so forgettably. Yeah. Um, misogyny. David Spade discusses the use of tits. I think he was saying about I don't know slapping him or something. Yeah. Um, fat joke. The guy drops his fat wife. <laughs> guy... What? What? Guy... what? Say that again. Guy drops his fat wife in the race. The wife carrying race. <laughs> A fat joke. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. There wasn't any Pepsi, and I didn't get a slow mo bikini. But you know what's interesting. What? There was a point, so there's a point in this where uh, they go, you've never been skinny dipping, you've never oh, lived, yeah. and it cuts to her taking her clothes off and some shitty music, and I went, I said out loud, oh my god, please don't do this in slow motion. <laughs> slow motion. The character's better be like a kid, right? Like, <laughs> please don't do it. Yeah, they are uh, supposed to no, be young. Uh, no, silly music, but she does take her top off, but uh, in like normal speed. Thank god. It's very respectfully done, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's it. That's far over the year. We got, um, I've got Bingo in 10 minutes. You got one. No, you didn't get one, did you? Yeah, didn't get one at all, yeah. I thought it was quite tropey, but just like rubbish. Just throwing tropes at the wall. Exactly. And none yeah. of it stuck. All Nothing right. stuck. Uh, so, you're being chased by this film. It's really drunk and it wants to get you. Uh, you've got two options you can either hide in a hotel room where it'll find you in the castle so it'll run in and and stay there and live there with other david spade films like tommy boy and uh i don't know what else have we watched that we liked from david spade you put joe dirt in there (laughs) (laughs) did i (laughs) okay i'll have an idiot i think we did all right so joe dirt i guess and that or is it going to um fall and destroy a greenhouse and we're going to taser it and it fell off a thing and land on a table and then kind of crumble its way and fall into the depths of the Sandler pit where it will rot with uh, that one about him being a child star, Dickie Roberts and the, and, do-over. Uh, and the do-over and probably Joe Dirt too in a few weeks and, <laughs> and just all these films that we keep watching with fucking David Spade in them. Yeah, expecting something different every time that we <laughs> yeah. watch it's insane. Uh, so where's it going, Pit or Castle? Yeah, Pit. Don't have to hesitate there at all. I think I came in just being like, yeah, it was a forgettable film. I, I still kind of feel like that, but I feel like there's parts where you thought about this more and it doesn't hold up to being like held under a microscope in a lab that is trying to grow tits. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just a bit rubbish. It's just nothing, really. That character isn't crazy enough or doing enough to make him like a memorable fuck up like we did we did really give that's my boy a big fresh in but i feel like there was a lot of scenes where we were kind of like oh that was quite funny or we did i kind think of we like kind that. of we kind of enjoyed it didn't we yeah it was like a love hate <laughs> kind of thing whereas with this it's just all just like i'm so indifferent it's just such a solid like nothing film yeah there's there's just nothing of note really even jared sandler couldn't save it <laughs> We've not spoken about him at all. (laughs) Just at the start, we mentioned that he's in it, but that was it. (laughs) Right. 
Right, okay. He says, like, oh, I'm in a motorbike gang, but I've never ridden a motorbike. And that's his character. And he just keeps doing that. He's not doing a voice. He doesn't look any different. He's just wearing a leather jacket. Leather jacket. And he falls off his bike a few times, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Whatever, isn't We've it? We've done it. We've spoken about him. Another one you... for the show reel, though. <laughs> so it's fine. One of his best, actually. <laughs> um, where would you put this? Uh, this is definitely going into the uh, bottom of near the bottom of the pit for me. I hated this film. It was bland, pointless, um, poorly written, poorly acted. Looked like dog shit. I hated looking at the screen because it was just grey and boring, and it and it looked awful. It had no thrust of the story. The new comedy actors they introduce aren't funny and aren't good. It's got a really rubbish. Um, yeah, cinematography is bad. Music's non-existent. There's nothing there that's visually uh, interesting. It doesn't have its own identity. And it, more than anything else, it has a terrible message that you should just go back to your abusive alcoholic father and never leave your hometown and live there forever, even though it's made from the backs of a comedy empire designed by people who left their homes and then went and actually made something of themselves. And this film's telling young people to not do that. Fuck this film. I hated it. And I never ever want to see it again. And it was shit. When do you reckon you'll next watch it? Probably, probably when we do a commentary <laughs> <laughs> episode ninety six. <laughs> Should we do our next episode as a commentary of this? No, it would get two more views. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's it's a red. There was a ready-made hole in the pit for this. We just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, I'd already dug the plot like a. <laughs> A kid digging that stupid pool. Yeah. Luckily, we've only got one more David Spade-led film to watch, I think, for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um. So, we've not got a game this this episode uh, because Guided. it's time. Oh, are we gutted, though? Because it's time for our famous and beloved section. That no one ever says anything about. <laughs> no one has ever said a single word about. No one's emailed us, messaged us about it. No one cares. I draw something about it. No one likes it. But anyway, this is our segment, uh, which we like to call and cue the theme, Real Fit Boys. They are going to be real fit boys. Real fit boys. Real fit boys. How are you getting on? with your fitness journey. So the aim of this segment, by the way, to anyone who might be a new listener, any of the Father of the Year fans out there, uh, <laughs> this, is, that this. <laughs> <laughs> is that we're just trying to get fit and we've been doing it since January. You're yeah. currently drinking an Iron Brew <laughs> full sugar? No, it's a sugar-free Iron Brew X. Oh, sugar-free. Okay, that's pretty good. There's 0.7 calories in 100 milliliters of this. Which it just doesn't even seem worth mentioning, does it? It doesn't, no. So how are you getting on uh, since we last had an update? I mean, this is always hard because the last time we did an update, the episode must have gone out, what, like two and a bit weeks ago? But we probably recorded it longer ago, so I can't really even remember what we last said. But um... The last time we spoke, we'd both been failures because we'd both been on holiday and eaten loads of shit. That's and it. not exercising, and we didn't care anymore. <laughs> Was that definitely the last time? I'm pretty sure that was the last one. Was Do you want me to listen to it on air? <laughs> no, don't worry about that. So since then, <laughs> okay. for me, that was a big turning point. 
It's a good turning point. I think I'd gone back to weighing like 14.8 or something like that after wow. going down to 14, what, four, something like that. But since then, I think because I was like, oh, fuck, I've got fat. I started doing calorie tracking on my fitness pal. And I mean, more or less every day I've kept under the thing that it, the goal it sets. Probably yeah. maybe like twice I've gone over it, I think. What's your goal? Uh, it's like 2,200, I think. Yes, so like I I think that's just because that's like under it, aren't you allowed two thousand five hundred to maintain your weight or something? Yeah, so it's just yeah. a bit under that. But yeah, so I've been doing that, keeping an eye on what I eat, keeping quite healthy, going to the gym. I've actually been going loads, been going like yeah. three three times a week at least. <laughs> it was one day, one week where I went twice in a row, two days on the trot. Wow, unheard of for me. I'd never usually do that. But now I'm like doing half an hour of running. That's my warm up. Do like three or four K, maybe a bit more. And then um, then I just go and do like some the machines, do a bit of a chest press, a bit of a shoulder. I like the weighted row. That's my uh, that's that's where oh, yeah. I'm comfortable. That's me at home on that. <laughs> that's the one where I like to show off. I put like the weight, like, <laughs> like 40 something. It's like halfway to the max. I mean. <laughs> Give me two months, mate, and I'm gonna be lifting that whole machine up. Um, but no, I don't know. I've kind of just got into a decent routine now. I'm in there for like an hour and a half rather than just 40 minutes. And mm. the maddest thing is, I would never have done this before, but I was giving Emma a lift to the station in the mornings when she goes to work, like on a Wednesday, she's in the office. Mm. I was taking her to the station at like five to eight or something like that, and then just going straight to the gym. That's crazy. Mad. I would never do that. We <laughs> used to come home, watch like two episodes of Nathan for you, have a bacon sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and play my PlayStation. But instead I'm doing the going to the gym. It's insane. I've been having protein shakes after my workout. My arms are, they're, they're actually not looking bad. Yeah. You sent me a, a, a just a little peek. <laughs> we both sent like nudes to each other last week. <laughs> Sending our progress photos. Disgusting. It's really funny. It's <laughs> weird, isn't it? So for at least how long have I known you now? Since like 2014. For a coming good up to ten years. Coming up to ten years. For a good nine years, I've I'd barely ever seen your body. And I was yeah. so happy about that. And now I'm seeing your body. Wraps. Yeah, now we're both sharing our bodies quite a lot. It's been a bit weird. It is weird. Yeah, I'd never post that publicly, whereas I can see you doing it at the end of the year. You're really proud of yourself. If I get a really good body by the end of the year, that's that's all over uh Sadler Pit social media. <laughs> yeah, we have to do the final the final countdown. I wish I'd taken a photo at the stop. I was just so self-conscious. But um I hated it. Yeah, I yeah, I'm kind of just I'm hoping I can keep this up, but as we spoke about off air, like I've been out of work for like two weeks now. So it's so much easier for me to have a routine and to like take care of what I'm eating. I had one day yeah. of work where I ordered a salad instead of a sandwich. And wow. I thought it would go under the radar. But then like some guy who I'd met that day was like, oh, you're one of those disgusting. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> I was like, mate, you obviously don't listen to real fit boys, do you? <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm hoping I can keep it up or at least like get into a good rhythm now. And then when yeah. I'm working again, like do it half as much, but still 
keep a good eye on it so that I'm like not going back because I've lost since that holiday, which was so we we've just started June and then I got back from that holiday the end of April. I've lost like eight pounds since then. Blimey. What, what's your current doing. weight? Um thirteen thirteen. Which is I mean I'm bullshit. Have you, have you you passed the fourteen threshold? I did, yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. Cheers, mate. Couldn't That's have done it without you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very but, good. Yeah. So the bad things, I have had some bad moments, but like you can't have the highs without the lows. Otherwise, of course, we'd be living on a mountain. So in that like month, I've had two days where I've like drank and stuff. I've kind of not really been drinking at all. But then I had one family party. We went to an Italian restaurant and obviously like Italian food, very starchy, stodgy, had a big like spaghetti meatball kind of thing. I had half a bottle of wine, had a few gin and tonics. But I was getting slimline gin and tonic. So I was kind of like... Yeah, that's all right. I went over my calories, but like only a little bit. But then the other day I went out with some friends and I think I had like at least five beers, which is a lot calorie wise, isn't it? And then yeah. like, we were doing a lot of shots. I think I was having a lot of like Coke and vodka, which I don't even like. But I'm guessing that would be full fat Coke. So like that was a big, a big no-no. But then the next day... Felt so hungover, I just didn't eat anything. <laughs> right, that's like a fitness tip. <laughs> and then I'd have been in cheese melt <laughs> later on in the day. <laughs> Terrible. But yeah, I think that's the only time I'm struggling is when I want to try and like get drunk. It's quite yeah. hard to do and be healthy at the same but, time. Can't have as long as you, eat it, okay, yeah. But as long as you're not doing it all the time, it's fine. Like just oh, exactly. everything in moderation. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big drinker anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But that's yeah. why I just got so fucked the other day because I don't drink that much. <laughs> then when I do, I take it too far. Did you say you told me you were shaking like an ark in bed? <laughs> <laughs> that's what Emma said. Yeah, she had to leave the bed because apparently I was <laughs> wriggling like a shark. <laughs> that's so funny. And apparently, what, like my friends told me that I went to the bar to like order a drink, and apparently I just stood there and just screamed. Which I find really <laughs> weird to think of. I don't think it's true. You're a nightmare drunk. I'm glad that you're. Uh... That I'm you're so trying to stop it. <laughs> I know. But I don't. That's. I think it's. You're is a maniac I'm... on the rare times. Yeah. It's disgusting, isn't it? Like once every year I do that. Yeah. Binge drinking, man. It's a serious problem. <laughs> um, how's your real fit boys going? I spoke for a long time there. Uh, Best to have yeah, some iron it... brew to um, <laughs> quench my. <laughs> Dry tongue. Your dry mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine's going good as well. Um, you told me about my... I've heard about my fitness pal for, for years. Um, and it's been promoted by all these like fitness channels and stuff like that. And, and it's a really good way to kind of track how much you're eating and stuff. Uh, you mm. told me you'd got it. And then since then, I've been a bit obsessive with it. I'm like putting things on all the time. Uh, it is very depressing putting like a pint of Guinness or like a, yeah, that's, something that's like that on like, it. It's yeah. awful. Like I put a full trifle on there uh, a few weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, that was a lot a lot like, that I just ate. <laughs> like a whole bowl of trifle? Like a packet? It was like a, yeah, it was like a, a packet from like Co-op or something. You had the some whole shit. thing? No, I had half of it. And even then oh. though, it was like, oh my God, what the fuck? It was yeah. so hide it. But I think there's a, a really big positive and you can kind of see the good and the bad you can have something like that people would say would be like unhealthy or whatever like toast and eggs or whatever 
but you see that it's pretty much the same calories as something healthy like granola mm. and fruit that some health influencer would bullshit you with. It's probably around like 500, 600, both of them. It's just, again, like moderation stuff with every, anything you're eating. Mm. Um, because of that, and I've also been intermittent fasting, so I've been eating between, oh, yeah. only eating between 12 and 8. I could never do that. So I, I'm the most miserable fucker every morning. Uh, I'm so hungry. I think it, it does something like it kicks your body in like a state of ketosis because it's starting to digest your fat. Ketosis, so what's I've, that? It's, you know when you hear about people go doing keto, so they just eat fat, that's it. They like oh, yeah. eat cheese and meats and avocados and stuff and nuts. And then your body eventually just starts digesting fat, so it, it burns away fat. So if you're really overweight, if you go into keto for a few months apparently it's got a lot of health benefits and but your body does it naturally if you just have a like a fast between your last meal of the day before and your first meal whatever right but anyway because of that i've gone down to my lowest was about 15 2 um and i think i'm a i'm averaging around 15 4 or something most days yeah not bad like and i told you as well i've not exercised for like a week or something because i've had really late shifts i've been helping my sister move and stuff but i've still kind of been sticking to uh, the fasting window stuff is she paralyzed why have you got to help her move <laughs> moving flat you fucking... oh god you had me worried there <laughs> to send a get well soon card <laughs> i was helping wheeling her around as she started to work out leading her zumba class yeah. <laughs> i haven't exercised to... because i've been leading her zumba class <laughs> but anyway uh, joke to have made on real fit I know. <laughs> but yeah i've been mixing more exercise so i've been hiking like doing long hikes and stuff uh running um i've just signed up to do 100 miles in june like it's something Ooh. that my work does yeah i know i don't i don't think i'm gonna do it <laughs> So it's is that well. you've got to do 100 miles or is there like a few of you and you're doing a bit uh, each? There's a few of us, but all of us should do 100 each. 100 each. It's going to be shit. It? it is loads. Uh, so I'm going to just see. I'm going to do a few big hikes and, and runs and stuff this month. But yeah, other than that, the same kind of exercise regime I've been doing anyway. Um, just not for yeah, a week. Yeah, trying to just not for a week. I'm going to go after this. You're still walking a lot, though. Yeah, I, my base level is probably about 10,000 steps a day. Yeah, see, that's fine. But Sometimes that's all you really need to do, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And just trying to not eat as much shit. But even mm. if I do eat shit, just not as much of it and stick in that macro. And So I've also been using the macro thing. So it's like how much. So I'm trying to get like 40% protein at least and then like a decent split of carbs and fats but not as many carbs and not too much sugar but yeah that's, anyway that's the thing i've not boring, been paying but... attention to i haven't been paying attention to like those breakdowns you could have 2000 calories of like something that not that nutritious or whatever you could have 2000 calories of something nutritious so one yeah. of them is going to be healthier but you're still getting the same amount of calories so mm. it kind of depends a bit so there's that getting in a deficit to lose weight but also it's what are you eating as well uh so it's kind of two things yeah. But you've got to be wary of. Yeah, feeling I'm feeling pretty though? healthy. Feeling good? I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling empty most of the time. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> like every morning, I'm just so hungry at like 11.50. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. God, I can't do anything. I get and terrible then... stomach grumbles. So if I wasn't eating, I'd, I think I'd be fucked. You know, like if yeah. I have like an early shift and all I eat is like a cereal bar or something, I, I feel terrible. 
Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life, probably. Uh, I'll probably do it until like the end of this month, maybe mm. like the middle of next month. And then once the summer's over, I'm going to start bulking and then and then go back into cutting. I think that's what you have to do. You just have to keep Wave. fluctuating to then yeah. get massive. Yeah, because I've noticed that my like my weight loss has slowed down a lot, even though I've mm. been sticking to those that diet and stuff. And like that app, every day at the end of it, it's like, oh, in five weeks you'll be thirteen five. But like that feels like it's unlikely. It's like it doesn't really matter too much, especially if you like. It, it depends on how much water retention you've got and and all that. So weight doesn't really matter too much, but it is a mm. good like incentive. Like I want to be hopefully like under fifteen by the end of but in like July would be great. But I don't yeah. really care about getting to like fourteen. No, I'm I'm not aiming to get to twelve five anymore. Like when I was saying <laughs> I was going to be twelve five, like now I know what that actually is. I'm like, no, that's a child's weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Like you don't want to be twelve five. I think my goal now is to be like mid thirteen, like around thirteen five, thirteen six, something like that. But yeah. just to also be in a, a decent shape rather than just like just thin, because then yeah. I'll bounce back. Because that's like that's yeah, like it's... we talk about what my dad does. He loses loads of weight. Christian Bale. He's in. <laughs> my dad could have been the the machinist or whatever that film was called. <laughs> that could have been my dad a few years ago. Now he's more like Vice. <laughs> he's got he's gone the Cheney. But <laughs> oh, he hasn't really. But um... he looked he looked good. You sent a picture of him the other day. He looked thin. He's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But he he doesn't do like exercise really. He just, he's just doing it by eating and stuff so he loses yeah. weight it's that whole slimming world thing where like you lose the weight but then like it's so easy to put it back on whereas if you're paying more attention to all this other stuff it's probably harder to yeah because if, if, if you have something like a certain amount of muscle or whatever then it it's easier to get back in shape mm. later on or whatever it's like whatever isn't it i keep doing um, things with my legs and emma keeps saying that they make her feel sick what like, i've got done? like a, a nice little muscle on my leg. I like yeah. when I do these like awkward poses on on my leg. It like looks like just looks like I don't know. Have you had any look, veins? It doesn't look like anything. It just looks weird. But it's like I've got so much weird control over how my leg <laughs> contorts. <laughs> I'm probably not explaining this right. My, so my legs are quite ripped. Um, <laughs> but she keeps on saying that it looks disgusting and she doesn't like it. Oh. Which I think is really nice. That's not nice. Yeah, it's your body. What can you do about that? <laughs> like, it's your leg. She's like jumping a hut in it in bed. I'm stood there posing in the mirror with my leg. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the photo that you sent of your body to me the other day. Oh, I was in the gym the other day. Yeah, you'd like this. So you know, like you're on the treadmills. Everyone's doing their own thing. Got your headphones in, whatever. I looked over to see what the person next to me was doing on their phone because I'm nosy. And they were watching a TV show that I work on. <laughs> no way! What yeah, were they watching? Weird. Can you can you say and then yeah. bleep it out? No, I don't need to bleep it out. They were watching the oh. like the Towie spin-off that I work on. It's yeah. like Baby Steps. But she was watching that, and it was an episode that I'd actually worked on like a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's a bit weird. But I'd been listening to a um a Stephen King podcast because that's the sort of person I am, and. At the gym? <laughs> no, not at the gym. No, I can't All right, okay. To a at the gym. I was listening to Bring Me the Horizon, but <laughs> she was. Uh, they were saying on the Stephen King podcast that apparently the first time he ever saw someone reading one of his books, 
was on like a plane and they were reading Carrie and um, he like started a conversation with them and then they were like, oh yeah, this book's shit. <laughs> so I was just imagine, imagine if I was like, oh yeah, I worked on that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking rubbish. <laughs> what were they doing? What exercise were they doing whilst watching this like kind of reality TV? It's quite a sad episode, but they were watching it on, um, just walking, walking and running. It's not really a, like, I don't know. I can't watch things and run, I don't think. I like to look I want... around. I remember like last last year when did I tell you about when I was living at my grandma's, I joined a gym that was in that town. It was like 30 quid a month. So it's quite expensive, but it was literally just it was like the size of my bedroom. It's tiny, oh, yeah. tiny, weird little gym. And I used to go in there and go on like the bikes or whatever. And I'd put mm. on an episode of Nathan for you. So I'd hit <laughs> it. What I wanted to do was always watch like like a full ep- a full episode of what, 20 minutes? Yeah, something like that. I was like, this'll this'll time me, so I will watch the entire episode and then that'll be like I'll hit my time of doing cardio or whatever. I've stopped doing that now, but I might bring it back. I don't think I could pay (laughs) pay attention to it enough. But if it's something that you're rewatching, it doesn't matter. Yeah, rewatching maybe. I remember Joe used to watch like The Mandalorian on his phone at At the the gym. gym. On the treadmill. What does Joe do at the gym? Watches TV. (laughs) (laughs) He's just there watching. He does just cardio, I think. Yeah, I think I remember him saying. I remember seeing his legs once. And he's being a slim like, boy. Bloody hell! Like his legs yeah. are strong. He's got strong <laughs> legs. I bet he poses in the middle with his legs. He's got, he's got legs like a sherpa. <laughs> so, like a kind powerful. of dog. <laughs> oh no, that's a sharpe. Um, <laughs> what what blue tongue! I, I bought an Apple Watch as well, just to judge my fitness better because nice. my i had like a huawei one and it wasn't counting right it was yeah. saying it wasn't like syncing up with the apps and stuff and i was like this is too important for me to just let it slip so i was like gonna have to bite the bullet and do it and it was so worth it but the thing gets on my nerves it's always saying you're not standing up enough oh man i've got a garmin one it's it's pretty good it's got all gps tracking it can track your mm. steps and stuff it, I, I really like that it doesn't pester me it just exists yeah i could turn it off I could turn off that Good. feature. I kind of like that it tells me to stand up. It's like you're trying to watch Succession and you're walking around the living like... room, <laughs> distracting everyone. <laughs> I think the only other day I can think of is that I bought a vest. I bought a training vest. <laughs> training, I was... bro. <laughs> I know, I keep saying I'm going to start wearing vests because I wore a vest to watch Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, God. Just today alone, I've doubled my... Um my move goal I think oh wow my calories it's your move goal now 450 calories a day god you have really changed in the couple of months you're obsessed with the gym now i know i'm getting obsessed with it i can only thank you for it luke i just wish i'd done this sooner (laughs) it's gonna really (laughs) fuck me off because i think in december i'm probably gonna look the same as i did last december and you're gonna be like really ripped (laughs) <laughs> and the that image in my head fucks me off so much it makes me want to go to the gym. This, I do like, think please. this is the only motivation I've got is is just me and you having this sh- weird shit father of the year style conflict that no one cares fight? about. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do a charity boxing match at the end? <laughs> Make us train to box. <laughs> That's the worst oh, idea. God. Yeah, I think we should do it though. I think we should do a triathlon against each other. We race. <laughs> I think you'd no. You're. I think you're probably faster and better running than me. Maybe I don't I'm know. almost certain. I have run a 10k before though. Yeah, I couldn't do that. 
Why? I don't know. 5K is just my limit. I know, but it's kind of like you hit the wall, isn't it? You kind of just stop because you may as well. But if you're surrounded by loads and loads of people also running, mm. you just kind of get in the rhythm of it. And, and then it's, it's not that bad. It's like an hour of running. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, I don't know. I still don't I mean, think I, I did do it. it. <laughs> when did you I do that? Do, I did it uh, maybe two years ago. Mm. I was going to do it again this year, but I think I missed. I think I missed it. I thought it was in the summer, and then it was like early spring. I might do one this year. I feel like we both had this thing where we both got the My Fitness Pal thing and logged in, and it had like our weight from us doing it once before. Yeah. So I had didn't know that I'd set up a My Fitness Pal account. I don't remember 20- having it either. I don't remember, and I must have done it in 2018. So I was 23. I think um mm. and my weight was 13 stone and i wanted to get down to 12 and i was like yeah. what the fuck happened mine's <laughs> when did exactly get... the same mental i think what i weighed 13 10 and i wanted to be 12 10 which is that's fucked that it's nuts that was it? fucked that at one point you were heavier than me <laughs> that doesn't make any sense i know i i don't know when it must have been i just kind of weighed I weighed twelve ten for like all of uni. It's got to have been yeah. It's got to have been after that that I set that up. But yeah, fuck knows. Yeah, I just again, decided I really love butter. <laughs> <laughs> but again, whatever. We were just like skinny students. Who gives a shit? Like, mm. well, you weigh that. more because you've been you tried bulking and then it and then and then you kept I having the protein shakes but stopped doing the exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it was really bad. That's my fear is doing that again because it's so. I don't know if you've ever tried to do like bulking and something. It's so easy to eat 4,000 calories to go to the gym or whatever. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm getting strong. And then you just give up on the exercise and just get fat. And it's so good. <laughs> I don't but think I'll the... ever want to do that though. I don't think I want to build that much muscle. I think I want to have like a little bit and then just fucking tone it and look like a Narvi out of Avatar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your sleek, your sleek want... body was your aim, right? <laughs> yeah. And a ponytail. <laughs> I think that's really just got to be done. But you yeah, should grow we'll one doing... as well. <laughs> I think it'd be quite cool to just have just have the ponytail like one of those lads from uh, Seven Samurai, <laughs> <laughs> completely bald on top. Please, it'll be such a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully in the next one, do you have any aims for our next episode? I don't know. I feel like I want to do a time where we go to the gym together. I feel like that needs to happen. By the end of this year, we go for a swim together. <laughs> I, I hate that idea of us at the gym. Oh yeah, you can, you can you can film it as well. Bring a camera. I'm fucking filming in the gym. I've seen some people doing that. I don't like it. I know, but it'd be funny. And then we'll um, get real Fit Boys t-shirts made. Um, but no, I honestly think I just want to keep it up and see some change. I guess mm. see the weight go down slightly. See the arms get a bit bigger. Might have oh, to nice. start doing some sit-ups or something because my abs are where I'm I'm failing. My legs are all right. My arms are all right. It's just that bit in the middle. Got the egg in the middle f- still. To be fair, though, like sit-ups don't really do that much for your abs. Abs is basically other stuff. Yeah. If you're doing other workouts. It's like a bit of a leftover, isn't it? Yeah. I don't want to do some leg raises. I don't want to do chin-ups. I don't want to be on the floor with a medicine ball rolling around. I would... Driving like a I shark. I would love... I remember at school, they brought out... Do you remember where you had like a circuit training or something at school and they did like pull-ups and stuff like that was one mm. of the bits on this circuit and right. i remember not being able to do a fucking pull-up and i felt like such a twat and i was like oh god i hate that 
and now I still can't do pull-ups. I've tried my fucking best. I that's the best goal. That so we've by the got. end of the year, I want to do a pull-up. That's yeah, the dream. That's brilliant. I'd love yeah. to. I I think I've done one before, <laughs> but that's about it. Have you ever seen a? I watched a video of strongmen doing pull-ups the other day, and they're all obviously like. It looks more like the world's moving stones. rather than them, though, doesn't it? Yeah, they just can't do it. Like, <laughs> oh god. They're massive bodies. Yeah, but imagine what that weight is that they're lifting up. Exactly. Like they're so heavy, it's impossible to do it. It was worth this being a long one though. This is like our this is like our midpoint. Yeah, it is. So it's like got... half the year. And we seem to be going in the right direction, surprisingly. Yeah. And our aim is to get a really good after picture. I want to get one like covered in bod like baby oil. Body fluids. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look like this kid from fucking this film we just watched, Far of the Year, like all greased up. <laughs> Greasy, soft I, uh, body. Yeah. I might wax my body. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Get rid of all my body hair. Just become like really sleek. It's going to be good. I'm going to look great. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. I can't wait to see those pictures <laughs> i can't I wait sent you, well i sent you a before and after picture and you laughed in my fucking <laughs> face and my after picture you're, is that it <laughs> <laughs> horrible horrible but do you man. know why i think that you'd done something with your wording that really made me think that basically you said i took a before and after picture yesterday and the way that you worded that made me think that progress it was, yeah the way you were, you think that you'd taken a, a before picture like in the morning, then you'd gone to the gym and then taken a picture after the gym. Oh, no. And I thought you'd taken no. them both on the same day. So in my head, I was like, who's this fucking clown kidding? <laughs> they did look pretty similar. No, one of them was in <laughs> December and one of them was in fucking May. It was so far between. A stone lost from <laughs> on to second. <laughs> gym nearly every fucking day in an intermittent fast. And you just went, you look the fucking same. <laughs> I slagged it off so much, you didn't go to the gym for a week. Oh, God, you're so... Yeah, I know, I'm giving up. Oh, no, it's not yeah, true. No, nah, I haven't. I haven't. I'm going to be the world's strongest man by December. And he'll still look the same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. Anyway, let's stop doing... Because <laughs> you, your feelings are getting hurt now. right? Yeah, I'm upset. <laughs> Oh, I love that. All right, so Father of the Year is what we were talking about an hour ago. That's a film that's oh now in God. the Sandler pit. Dead, buried, like a half-finished swimming pool. What are we going to be doing next time on the Sandler pit? Next time on the Sandler pit, we're going to be uh, looking at a kind of plethora of leftover things that we've not covered yet. A bit of a car boot sale of different stuff. Do they have car boot sales in America? They have yard sales. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's uh, their car, version, I suppose. A car boot sale is a bit like that, but it's everyone in like a field selling shit. Hmm. Uh, have you ever been to one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. time. <laughs> I used to go to loads of them as a kid. I remember finding Goldeneye on the Nintendo 64 and buying it thinking it was going to be like a collector's item. I think I sold it for like a fiver on eBay. <laughs> So it's shit. Good, that is a good find. We used to go, and I think I used to always buy books <laughs> with the car boots there. It's pretty good. I used yeah, to quite like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I have fond memories of the car boot sale, but I want to imagine this that we've got like a stall and we've got loads of different shit that we have left over. So we've got a few cameos, his short films, 
and his comedy albums to cover and look at. Mm. I chose this when we were talking about what we're going to do because I thought this is like a nice quick episode, but it's piling up. There's actually quite a lot that we've got to discuss at this car boot sale. So I think it's it's a no-game episode, maybe even a no-Sandler-scale episode. Uh, no-Sandler-scale almost definitely. Is it going to be one of those rare episodes where we come in and we've watched all the stuff already? We don't do anything. I think, I think definitely. I don't know why you said rare because we've done that quite a few times. Yeah, it's a thing that we're picking up yeah. quite a lot lately. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I think it could be quite fun though because cameos and stuff or short films, I don't know, they're more rare. So maybe they feel a bit more special, nice little sketches and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. There's a quite a bit of extra stuff we've left over so we actually need to go through and make a proper list of what we're going to cover uh but we'll cover it all when we come back mm-hmm. in our next one which is going to be one long recording and it'll be nice because we haven't actually seen sandler on screen for a little while other than like talking heads in i am chris murder oh yeah murder mystery that was murder that mystery too these netflix films man they're so forgettable they just go out of my <laughs> head as soon as we've recorded them oh god oh dear so if you want to get in touch with us, you can follow us on social media. We're at The Sandler Pit. You can get us on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also send us an email at thesandlerpit at gmail.com. And we do have an email um, from Danielle Breach. And the subject is, it's Pat. She's <laughs> uh, always a good subject line. <laughs> oh, no, it's Pat. <laughs> oh no uh, so hello just listen to your murder mystery 2 episode and the it's pat chat at the end is luke aware that the co-star of it's pat is dave foley from the wrong guy i'm a huge dave foley kids in the hall fan so it always made me makes me laugh remembering how much luke slagged off that film on a previous episode bodes well for an it's pat watch i don't even remember talking about that when did we talk about that well, I remember there was the time when you said about doing like a film club thing, I think in yeah, lockdown. Lockdown film club. And yeah. I think you kept on saying it was like called the wrong man, the wrong person or something like that. And you really struggled to remember it. And I was just thinking of that James Corden show, The Wrong Man's. But no, it's not that. It was, yeah, this film, The Wrong Guy. Yeah, because there's a few films with similar titles. There's also one of the worst films of all time, which is The Wrong Guys from 1988. And I remember my dad, he he told me, me and my brother, that there was this amazing comedy film from that he'd watched when he was a teenager and he loved it. And he, we needed to watch it. So me and my brother watched it and it's so shit. It's so shit. It's one of the worst. John Goodman's in it and Louis Anderson's the main character. And it's so crap. Like, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. And, my, and I confronted my dad. I was like, what the fuck were you doing? That was awful. And he said, yeah, I watched it the other day and I just thought it was terrible. So I just wanted you two to watch it as well. <laughs> Bastard. That's and so I... funny. That guy's the father of the yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, it's so shit. At some point we should look at that because I'd love to visit the wrong guys. But the wrong guy, singular, yeah, that was dog shit. I watched that and that was like, everyone was saying, oh, this film's so good. Oh, it's a hidden classic of the 90s. And it was so boring and not funny. It was so shit. <laughs> I couldn't You're believe so it. You're horrible about everything. You I'm not horrible about everything. You, I'm not. I watched Tommy Boy and I loved it. You're quite cynical. I'm not. I watched Dirty Work. I loved it. Hotel Transylvania 3. I loved it. True. Murder Mystery 2, I enjoyed. I enjoy most things. 
It's yeah, just most of the things that you make me watch are bad. I've heard good anyway, things yeah. about Kids in the Hall, to be fair. Yeah, that's that's the end of this. Yeah, so P.S. Kids in the Hall is about one million times funnier than SNL. It's on Prime, and I recommend it to anyone who actually wants to see some decent 90s sketch comedy. Thank you for all the free content. Love the show, Danny. Um, Thanks for the email. Thank you, Danielle, for writing in. Lovely yeah, to see the nice. email. Yeah, was Dave Foley the ant from Bugs Life? What? I thought they were just ants. No, he voices Flick. Voices? What do you mean? Why are you do- what are you doing? That's not, real, life. that's not a real ant. Well, shut up. This is like <laughs> bad, man. <laughs> that was rubbish. I'm so confused you were. Good Lord. That. I don't know. It's, I didn't like going along with it because it was so bad. <laughs> Stop that. What do you mean voices, though? That's awful. <laughs> God, I'm having a bloody good time today. What are you on about? Um, I don't know. If, Kids in the uh, Hall I've never heard of, but... Oh. We've got a fucking delay between us again, haven't okay. we? Have we? Fuck Mate, you, you need to get a, some um, good internet. It's 2023. I'm on now. You'd think the internet... Would yeah, be well, it seems prompt. like you're on fucking later. <laughs> <laughs> so slow. It's fine. I'll turn my... It's fine. We're nearly done. We're so close to being done. Yeah, I've never heard of this this show, but I will check it out. I think they did like um, a new version of it recently as well, where they all came back. Did they? Yeah, twenty twenty two. Strong who's, rating. Who's in it? Except for him. I could be wrong. Is it Canadian? Yeah, it says Canadian. I mean, this new the new and series has got I some do... cool cameos and stuff. It looks like lots of recognizable people. I don't know about the original cast though. Talking of sketches, yeah, I don't... Though, have you seen how bloody good that new series of I Think You Should Leave was? I watched it in a fucking day. I've not seen I've not seen any of them yet. I've been saving them. Oh, um, I need to watch it. I'm in the middle of watching Inside Number Nine, so I've I've kind of put everything else on the back burner as I catch up on that. Literally um, takes an hour to watch it, though. It's so short. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every episode's like 14 minutes long. But yeah, great but that's sketch. What I don't want to do is burn through it. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna rewatch um, it soon. But yeah, thank you, Daniel, for that. But you are wrong. <laughs> the wrong guy. <laughs> to be fair, she doesn't say what she likes that the wrong guy, shit. She? she says she's a huge fan of him, but I'm a huge fan of Adam Sandler. But I'll admit that Murder Mystery wasn't the best. <laughs> Even though everyone says it's a classic. You're right. You're right. She's never said I'm a huge fan of the wrong guy. I'm just yeah. a huge fan of Dave Foley. You never know. Ah, clever. Yeah, send us emails. We might it might influence our future episodes. Just say mm-hmm. like we really want you to do this. We'll do it. Desperate. <laughs> Unless you say stop talking about fitness from Sandler podcast because I refuse. <laughs> Never. So, thank you, Joe Tyrone, for doing all the music for this podcast. He also joins us uh, on our other podcast, which is Real Boys, real with two E's and boys with a Z, where we watch a Pinocchio film every single month for the next twenty years. Yep, and our next episode on that is going to be a 1939 Soviet-Russian ripoff of Pinocchio <laughs> called Golden Key, which features a little Pinocchio character called Buratino. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. Do not I'm miss trusting. that episode. It's going <laughs> to be really good. <laughs> so rubbish. Finally, all the hot uh, takes about Buratino are coming, so <laughs> give it a listen. <laughs>
<laughs> thank you luke terry for editing together all these episodes and for doing all the trailers and keeping this ship afloat with your good strong work ethic which <laughs> i admire greatly you can tell i've been watching soviet russian propaganda i'm working like such, <laughs> such too a hard working boy <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Luke. Um, you're welcome for me doing the editing, by the way, because like I'm gonna have to try and make it sound like there's not a big fucking delay between us because you're shit internet. <laughs> thank you for your artwork. Always arriving, maybe a day late, but always worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the cover for this one sorted. Have you got any requests for the alt? No. <laughs> I haven't got anything. Oh god, from I this thought you nothing. No. Like a there's few weeks ago. Visual you you're asking for David Walliams usual suspects and now nothing. Yeah, because that was that was fun. But no, I got nothing for this one. Maybe a jacuzzi in a car. Oh, that sounds boring. I might just try as, as weightlifting again. <laughs> yeah, you do something from real fit boys. Great stuff. Um come back next time for some Sandler shorts, some cameos, and some comedy albums. Yeah, and until then, it's been a very happy spade buy from me and a very happy spade buy from him. He's bigger than I remember. <laughs> Just a scene in this film, it's impossible to think of anything. Dude, your whole body came flying out of my dick at one point. Now you're scared of it? <laughs> <laughs>